Thursday night, and we are live. Hope everybody is doing good. Got lots of facts and data for you tonight. We're going to be talking about lies. I've got a whole section of the show right here, all about lies, the various lies we'll launch tonight in vaccines in just a moment. But I just wanted to start with this one because I picked up this data right before the show. You know that Sam Bakeman Freed of FTX has lost $14 billion. Of course, he just got he just got arrested the Bahamas being held without bail. But when did he get arrested? He got arrested right before he's supposed to go before a Senate subcommittee and testify. It's kind of funny that he got arrested right then, isn't it? Very strange. And now he's not going to be uh, cross-examined by any uh, Republicans on the Senate floor or the House floor. And Maxine Waters tried to shut down the Senate subcommittee before they were ever actually even able to start questioning in the Sam Bankman free, uh, freed FTX uh, hearings. She tried to shut it down, but got interrupted. I don't know if you saw that video or not, but just about the lies. So you got $14 billion missing in FTX funds. Nobody's doing anything about it. I haven't heard about an FBI investigation. He did get arrested by the Bahamian police. Very strange. And then you have, of course, $2.2 trillion. Just had the omnibus spending bill as far as defense spending was just approved. And only 11, by the way, only 11 Republicans actually voted against that. You're like, well, it's defense spending. Let's just ask this question. Do we really need 800 and 850, 800, whatever it is, over $800 billion in defense spending? I mean... Yeah, I mean, what, what exactly, you know, I know everyone, it's, it's blasphemous if you're a conservative to ever say a thing against the military. I'm not saying anything against the military, but look who's in charge of the military. It's not Donald J. Trump. He's not the commander in chief. It's somebody, as you saw in a pregame there, who's obviously very cognitively impaired. He's in charge of the military. He has the nuclear codes. They're not actually being sold by Donald Trump out of Mar-a-Lago, like the FBI has asserted. But you see, this is this is who's in charge of the military. You've got Lloyd Austin, who's the def- uh, defense secretary, Mark Milley, all of these people that are just pushing CRT, pushing gender equality, transgenderism all throughout the military. We know that. So really, what, what do we need $856 billion for? Or 836, don't hold me to the number, but it's 800 and something uh, billion dollars for the military. Even conservatives are starting to come out and say, you know, we need to be looking into this and where it's all going. Here's the reason why. The military has lost now its account, and this is their official accounting, and there's not, they're not facing any criminal charges. Now, if you and I were being tracked, of course, by the IRS, by the federal government, any transaction that you do with a bank of, of 600 or more dollars is being registered with the federal government. That's all being tracked very specifically and very judiciously. You know, they're not going to miss any of your $600 plus transactions. The military, on the other hand, has lost 2.2 trillion dollars in their latest audit 2.2 trillion dollars and we're and they're just saying we don't know where it is so i'm asking why do we need to give the military 856 billion dollars i want an audit i want to know where all this where all this money's going 2.2 trillion missing that's half of the entire tax base of the united states for a single year and it's completely missing from the military and that's what we know about that's what's been publicly testified to. And where's the guilt? Again, where are the retractions? Where are the apologies? Where, where's Lloyd Austin? Where's Mark Milley, the chairman of the Joint Chiefs? Where are, where, where's the defense secretary coming out? Where's the CENTCOM commander? Where, why aren't they coming out and saying, you know, we are, we are grievously embarrassed? Because you see, it's just all swamp. It doesn't even matter. It doesn't matter to these people. So I want an audit. I don't want it as just $850 billion thrown to the military. I want to know where it's going. How many CRT classes? 
How many transgender surgeries are they paying for? How, 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 what kind of trans, uh, gender, whatever identity classes are they forcing all the soldiers? How much of it's going into illegal vaccinations? Because not one of our soldiers has received an FDA-approved vaccination, Comarity. All of them have received the ones that are under EUAs. I want to know where all the money's going. Before we keep just spend throwing money at a woke, I repeat, woke military. I love the military. I come from a military family. My father was a, was a naval officer for 20 plus years. I love the military. But right now, our military is just like our FBI. It cannot be trusted. Tucker just went over this. I might get to the video tonight. I might not. But Tucker just went over. Tucker Carlson just went over how the, and, I, and I, we actually, I, we talked about this on the show already. But Tucker Carlson's talking about how you had a military colonel attacking a mother on Facebook and threat, basically threatening her with being banned off of him, you know, coming directly from a military base. I want to know what's done with that guy. I want to know why he still has a job. I, I want to know, was he being paid? Was he, was he under, was he, uh, was he working normal working hours at that time when he was threatening a mother for putting out questions about transgenderism? I want to know where all this money's going. And this is all under the auspices of lies. I, w- I want to know where all, what, what investigations are happening with, with Sam Bankman-Fried. If I'm going to be tracked for every $600 uh, payment that I make, every $600 withdrawal, I want to know what's happening with Sam Bankman-Fried and FDX and $14 billion that has disappeared off of the planet Earth and $2.2 trillion that the DOD has lost. But onward, Tom Lipley tweet, Let's launching into this tonight. Here's just some examples of the lies. Kind of lube the tubes, grease the skids. Here we go. Third dose myocarditis data removed from CDC VAERS website. For those of you that lean on the VAERS website, please understand what the VAERS truly is. The VAERS is just a vein of data. It's almost like a secretion. So that it's, like, it's just like when somebody gets a brain injury and they have to drain your brain or a knee injury and they have to drain your brain to alleviate the pressure. That's all the VAERS is off the CDC. I like the bears and stuff. It's okay. But as you've heard me say a million times on this podcast via the Thomas Rents lawsuit, it's one eleventh of the data that's coming in. The entire bears report is one eleventh. It's a singular vein out of 11 that are, that are actually going to the bears that they allow you to see to re, to release some pressure off of the CDC. But what the CDC has done, Rochelle Walensky, CDC, Dr. Rochelle Walensky, who's not a medical doctor, who's never, ever seen a patient in her life and is in charge of the Centers for Disease Control, who's never seen a patient in her life. Just like Francis, Francis Collins, her predecessor, never saw a patient in his life, Dr. Francis Collins, Dr. Anthony Fauci, who's never seen a patient in his life either, or at least in the last five decades. But for, strangely, a third dose, remember this is all in the auspices of lies. We're going to go over multiple lies in multiple dif- different areas. But just to launch it tonight, third dose, myocarditis data removed from the CDC VAERS website. Why would that be? I mean, the myocarditis data, but why? Because you know, everybody's dropping dead right now. And what are they finding in the corpses? Myocarditis. So third dose myocarditis, in other words, people have gotten the third dose of the vaccine and died. That data is being removed, off, uh, not just died, but vac- VAERS, vaccine, vaccine, you know, vaccine adverse effects report. They're removing the, all myocarditis data after people receive the booster shot, which is the third dose. And by the way, we're on number five now. So where's the fourth dose data? Where's the fifth dose data? It's gone. It's nowhere on the VAERS website. It's gone. Lies. You'll own nothing and be happy video. That was removed from the World Economic Forum website. I found that out when we went to look for it. But luckily, we already have a store, so we can play it anytime we want. 
gain of function was removed off the NIH website. Remember what we're talking about here? Bullface lies. They start talking about gain of function research. Anthony Fauci goes and perjures himself at a House committee at a House committee hearing, and, t- and they talk about how we have never done gain of function research. And then lo and behold, like a week later, it, it disappears off of the NIH website. NIH is who Anthony Fauci works for under the NIAID. Lloyd Austin is deleting DMED data, which is the uh, the database for all medical information for the military. Lloyd Austin is actively deleting that data for, in reference to the Thomas Rents lawsuit because you've had a 300 to 1600% uh, increase in all diseases, all sickness, Ill- illness, and disease inside the military. Don't see conservatives doing this. Only Democrats. Why? Because they are the liars. You're saying, no, Republicans never lie. Of course they do. Just not nearly as often as Democrats. And I'm just wondering, where have you ever seen in your lifetime, I'm 54, the conservatives ever use the FBI as a weapon? Where have you ever seen the, a conservative deleting governmental data? I'm just, I'm just, I'm, I'm just, if you have some examples, I'll take them. You can send them to me. But I'm, I'm just, I haven't seen any of that. The only people that delete, only people that ban, only people that censor, the corruption comes from those who are always espousing democracy because their, their definition of democracy is just like the definition of the modern Christians, Christianity. Modern Christians, Christianity is accommodation, intolerance, and yet Jesus, salvation is found in no one else. For there is no other name under heaven given to men by, much, by which they must be saved. Acts 4.12 There's not a whole lot of tolerance by Jesus or accommodation by Jesus, yet the modern-day Christian redefines Christianity into tolerance and accommodation. Just like the modern-day Democrat has redefined democracy into an institutionalized censorship, institutionalized medical research done both on the willing and the unwilling, and that's what they call democracy. They would all define Hitler's Germany as a democracy because they're very much closer to Hitler's Germany than they are to the Declaration of Independence, the Constitution, or the Bill of Rights. All right, onward to the next one. Dr. Ray video. Just to set this up, of course, we're going to launch with the lies found in vaccines because it's a life and death situation. And we need to be talking about vaccines in every single podcast that we do whenever there's prevalent information that's coming out and it's coming out all the time. They cannot hold the beach ball under the water much longer. Dr. Ray video, the human toll is real. Play for me, Will. I was trapped in isolation and in silence, completely overwhelmed by the sensations attacking my body. My children went days without seeing me. I missed out on months of their lives. I did not buy a single Christmas present for my kids. I thought I was dying and after months I wanted to die. After months of suffering alone, I found Dr. Hertz and her group. I was initially relieved to hear others like me. However, my relief turned to alarm as our numbers grew and then it started impacting kids. All of our experiences were similar. Healthy people who became ill after receiving the vaccine, whose doctors instead that insisted that these reactions were not really happening, that the CDC would have told them. They blamed MS. They blamed anxiety. They blamed migraines, anything but the vaccines. A new friend of mine had long haulers and she received the vaccine in hopes that her symptoms would improve. However, rather than bringing relief, the vaccine took what little progress she had made, leaving her severely debilitated. We talked often, many days just trying to hold on. Then I hadn't heard from her for a few days. 
and I get a phone call from her husband, and she had become a victim of suicide. The human toll is real. This is not some benign reaction. This thing overtakes your body, and you have no choice but to hold on. The human toll is real. It is real, and people need to be held accountable for it because they're liars. It's not that they made mistakes. It's that they are bold-faced liars. I mean, who, who tries to keep confidential for 75 years their vaccine developmental data? Pfizer does, where they have to be sued in federal court with the FDA actually defending them, the FDA via your tax dollars paying for Pfizer's defense. And they lost, and they've had to release that data. The data showing that 1,200 people died in vaccine trials. 44% of pregnant women miscarried in those trials. And in their most recent trials, where they conducted vaccine trials on children, the kids who actually received the vaccine were far more likely to get COVID than the ones who were in the control group that didn't receive the vaccine. And then they went out and they, they pronounced the vaccine to be safe and effective. When more kids caught it who weren't who were vaxxed than weren't vaxxed, and by a substantial number, and they come out and they declare it safe and effective, they're bold-faced liars. People need to be held to account criminally, civilly, and in their jobs. Period. Starting with Anthony Fauci, Francis Collins, Tetros, anybody in China, whoever it may be, although they're probably untouchable. The human toll is real. Look at these tweets. Got these from my producer, Aaron. Biggest regret of my life. Getting two shots to cater to my family who pushed me and made me feel like a zero without it. I feel bad for anybody like this, but you never should have taken it. Now, God wants you well. Understand that I'm not against the vaccinated. He took up our infirmities and carried our diseases. If you are infirm from the vaccination, you need to turn to Jesus and give him the brokenness of your body and allow him to heal you in his name. And he will do so. I pray for people just about every Sunday right here at Foundation Church, Northport, Florida. Just about every Sunday, I pray for people who are vaccinated. I'm not against you. I'm against the vaccination and I'm against the pimps and whores for the vaccination. Because guys like this got victimized. It's his fault. He's an adult. I'm just saying that he was still victimized by his own family who's pushing him to, if that's an accurate picture of him in his tweet, he has absolutely no chance of dying of COVID. None. No chance, statistically speaking, of being hospitalized for COVID. None. And yet his family pushed him into taking it. For what reason? To be compliant. So that you can be looked at by society as being a compliant, cooperative person. You don't take medical products so you can show the world how cooperative you are. Christians, conservatives, but you're cooperative with who? You're cooperative with the very, your very ideological and theological opponents. They're the ones who want you to take the thing. Now I'm sick and my heart hurts. Just brutal what happened to all of us. The human toll is real. Go to the next one for me. Um, they have me on stress tests. I have a heart monitor during the days. Myocarditis, obviously that's what he has, isn't a joke. That's right. About 50% of the people diagnosed with myocarditis will be dead inside of five years. I lost feeling in my left hand and the, the day I got the shot, that's not normal, by the way. I've gotten lots of shots in my life and I've never had it. My arm go, my hand go numb the day of the shots. It's been rough. 
but we stay positive. Doctors have high hopes for me, which is nice. I, I know a lot of people aren't as lucky. That very much is true. A young man pushed into the vaccine for absolutely no reason. Bobby, and again, this is all under lies. Safe and effective. Well, you know, in very small number of cases. By the way, the myocarditis data, which we're about to look at in this next video, is actually through the roof, and you've been lied to about it. You were told, right, that it only affects the young. And you were probably told that it's like three out of 100,000 cases. Then it went down to three out of 35,000. I'm making up the numbers. I'm just using the examples, just using these numbers as examples. You'll hear the actual numbers right now. They're all lies. Lies. And I'm telling you, don't comply with liars. Don't be cooperative with liars. Even if it means you get fired. Get your life right with God, and my God shall supply all your need. Get your life right with God. How? Through the blood of Jesus. Jesus is the only way. Go through the cross of Jesus. Get your life right, and let God supply your need. Then you don't need to worry about being ransomed or threatened into taking a vaccine to keep your job or to be able to buy things or to be able to provide for your family. Here's the actual data. Bobby Electric video. According to doctor, this is a doctor who actually sees patients, unlike Fauci, unlike Tetros, unlike Wolinsky, this is a doctor who actually sees patients, unlike Francis Collins, unlike Dr. Ja, the COVID task force coordinator for the White House, never sees patients. These people actually do. Dr. Ryan Cole, Dr. Malone, Dr. Hoff, Simone Gold, all of them actually see Peter McAuliffe actually look under microscopes. None of the politicians like Anthony Fauci, Francis Collins, Rochelle Walensky, and Dr. Jaw ever look under a microscope. They have no idea what they're talking about. All the pimps and whores for the vaccines, they have no idea what they're talking about. They're just, they're just preaching the agenda, preaching the narrative because that's all that it is. It's not meant, it's got nothing to do with anybody's health. Anybody espousing, there's still, Gene Simmons of KISS has come out recently and said, every, you can't get into a KISS, they're about to have a KISS cruise. I don't know why, what, what idiots actually go on a KISS cruise. But there's about to have a KISS cruise and you can't go on the KISS cruise unless you're vaccinated so that they can stop transmission and infection. Using the vaccine doesn't stop transmission and infection. That's just an idiot spouting a narrative that makes absolutely no sense. Nonsensical. Illogical equals nefarious. That means there's an evil agenda behind it. It makes no sense. We're going we're to make you take a vaccine to get on a cruise. And that happened with a lot of people, by the way. We're going to make you get a vaccine to go on a cruise, to keep your job, whatever it may be, stay in the military. To stop transmission and infection, using a vaccine doesn't stop transmission and infection. So that's very plain, logical knowledge right there. That you're going to use the vaccine to, so you can stop transmission and infection using a vaccine that doesn't stop transmission and infection. So it makes absolutely no sense. So it's illogical and nonsensical. Therefore, there has to be an evil motive behind it. Because why would you have a good motive behind it? If you're going to lie, then what could be the good motive? You can never lie your way into goodness. When we tell lies in our lives to try to save ourselves from consequences, it never does save you from consequences and only makes your life worse. Lies never produce good. All these leftists right now, they lie, they lie, they lie. This segment of the show called Lies. All they do is lie, and they think that they lie long enough, it's going to produce this global communist utopia. Now, they won't call communist out loud. 
and they get rid of all your cars, get rid of internal combustion engines, get rid of guns, and there's going to be this utopia controlled by these, these benevolent utopians like Klaus Schwab who's going to just bless you with all sorts of wonderful things. You'll own nothing, you'll own everything, but you'll be happy. They believe that. And if they lie long enough, they'll get it. That's what this whole COVID narrative is about. That's, ext- that's only what vaccines are about now. It's ushering in a leftist global narrative to usher you into a one world commerce system with a singular access point starting right now, right now with vaccine passports going into CBDCs and then going into social credit systems. So here's the actual data. From all of the lies about myocarditis, no big deal. It's only happening amongst the young. It's only this amount per 100,000. All bold-faced lies, and people need to be held accountable for it. Here are the actual numbers. Play it for me, Will. It's two for young people, mainly boys. That signal is specific to the domestic data set. But in the foreign data set, there's another signal that arose that I once, I, I don't know why I didn't look at this until later in the game, but when I did, I saw this. And the, the blue is the dose three. You still see the dose two, but the three is really significant because this doesn't show up in the domestic data set at all. And this is across all ages. This isn't specific to a young age group. So this was significant. And, and I uh, also have to point out that this is confirmed Guillaume Lepesec presented this uh, at the ESC Congress in 2022, and Peter McCullough, God love him, uh, presented this as well. The incidence of myocardial lesions was eight time, 800 times higher than the, the usual incidence of myocarditis, and this was associated with the third dose. So what VAERS, the foreign data in VAERS was showing was that finding. So I often call VAERS the leaves rustling in the wind, but this is like really, really leafy right now. So what happened, you'll all be uh, shocked to find out, is what you see on the right. So the left is before the data purge, and the right is after the data purge. So this safety signal is completely gone. Poof, vanished. So if somebody went into VAERS as a novel analyst right now and looked for safety signals in the foreign data set, they wouldn't see this very significant signal that was there just prior. And it's not missing because of a mistake. It's missing because this data was removed. We don't know why yet. Bring it back. There you go. So there it is. Now here's the data. And this is why I put this on the original. You can get side by side right away, guys whenever you can. This is why I put on the original slide that was my own tweet. The CDC has now removed this data. It's not a lie. There it is. It's not a right-wing conspiracy. The one on the left is the data before it was purged showing that after the third dose of, of, of the COVID, the Pfizer, the Moderna, the mRNA vaccinations, you're 800 times more likely to get myocarditis than somebody who didn't get a third dose. And by the way, can't get third dose without the first two. And by the way, we're on dose five now, five. This was three. They've, they've already sequestered, they, they've sequestered the third dose data for myocarditis, which showed 800 times higher. What's fourth dose data? What, what, what's fifth dose data? We have no idea. Look at, look at the, the graph on the left was the actual data. And what they presented to the public is the one on the right. Bold-faced demonic liars, leave this up, and all of the Christians take their vaccinations. 
You're like, Tom, get over it. I will as soon as I see national repentance. I haven't seen one Christian leader say, I was wrong. Nada. Only ones I've heard is Chip Roy and Dan Bongino. Those are not international Christian leaders, although both professing Christians. I was, where is it? Look at the liars. And you take their vaccine. You take their medical advice. You strap on their masks and you lock your churches or your businesses down. And I know I'm screaming at the choir right now. If this isn't for you, then don't take the screaming personally. But look at this data. These liars, these bold-faced, demonic, sulfur-filled, sulfur-sputating liars. Look at what they do. They just pull the data off. That's the actual data on the left. It's the same thing that Lloyd Austin is doing right now to the DMED military database. He's doing the exact same thing because he knows all all maladies in the military are up 300 to 1,600%. He's going to make the graph look like this. By the way, the exact same thing they do with climate change. They've caught him doing the exact same thing because it's all the same lies for the same agenda, just using different tactics. COVID to climate, climate to COVID. Bull-faced lies, 800 times more likely to get myocarditis than an average human being after that third dose. And yet there's Christians being boosted and pimping and whoring the boost. I've yet to see any of these Christian leaders. I would love to name names because I've got them percolating in my beautiful mind right now. The ones who said that the vaccines were a gift of God and were sent from heaven. Oh, really? God sends a vaccine that's 800 times more likely to cause you myocarditis than if you don't take it? God sends that? The one who took up your infirmities and carried your diseases? Matthew chapter 8, verse 17. Really? Time to start believing in the real God, not the one you make up in your mind. The accommodating God. The the tie-dye wearing, bongo playing, pot smoking God. It's time to start believing in the the God of the Bible, the real God, who is the Word of God. Jesus is the Word of God. There are three that bear witness in heaven, the Father, the Word, and the Holy Spirit, and these three are one. If it's not the Bible, it's not God. If the Bible's too tough for you, then God's too tough for you. If the Bible's too light for you, then God's too light for you. If the Bible's not loving for you, then you're not love. You don't know love. Because Jesus is God, God is love, and Jesus is the Bible. Here we go. Alita Ek MD tweet. Florida Governor Ron DeSantis has initiated a lawsuit against Pfizer and Moderna for allegedly spreading misinformation about the safety and efficacy of their vaccines. Let's let them have their day in court. Darn right. The lies. They must answer for putting out those three words. Safe and effective. They must. And listen, I'm talking about bankrupting Pfizer. Not, not, getting, not getting them another $40 billion lawsuit. They're making $40 billion a day. I'm exaggerating, but they're making $40, $40 billion at least a quarter for the last two years. Because we're almost, we're right at the two-year mark of these vaccinations right now. In early December, right about the two-year mark right now. And they need to be held to account for what they've done. And Ron DeSantis, why is he the only one? Who, why is anybody else waiting? Come on, Christy Noma, South Dakota, get busy. And all the other conservative, all the other conservative governors around Greg Abbott in Texas, come on, get busy. It's because a lot of these people are vaccinated themselves. A lot of these conservatives who take the vaccines that are pimped and whored by their political, ideological, and even theological opponents. The antithesis of their theology, they take their vaccine. And see, it never will end. 
It will never end. Townhall.com video. All right, correction. We're on DeSantis. Which one are we on? Wittgenstein? It is on DeSantis? Okay, yeah. Okay, I saw Fauci. I thought it was the next one. Oh, townhall.com video. Ron DeSantis, he's now asking the Florida Supreme Court to greenlight an investigation into any and all wrongdoing with respect to COVID-19. Fauci's response, I don't have a clue what he's asking for. Play it for me. But the latest now, Dr. Fauci, is Florida Governor Ron DeSantis. He's now asking the Florida Supreme Court to greenlight an investigation into, and the way he put it, is any... Uh, any and all wrongdoing in Florida with respect to COVID-19 vaccines. What's your reaction to that? I don't have a clue, Kate, what he's asking for. I mean, we have a vaccine that unequivocally is highly effective and safe and has saved literally millions of lives. The Commonwealth Fund has come out with a report just this past week that vaccinations that have been administered over this period of time, this last year and a half to two years, has saved 3.2 million lives, 18 million hospitalizations, and approximately $1 trillion in costs. So what's the problem with vaccines? I mean, vaccines are life-saving. So quite frankly, Kate, I'm not sure what, what they're trying to do down there. Oh, he knows exactly what they're trying to do because he actually knows the statistical data. He's never looked under a microscope. He's never looked at dissected livers and kidneys and the effect and, and, and hearts and, and linings around the hearts, the myocarditis and pericarditis. He's never looked at any of those things, the altered genes. He knows nothing about any of it. It's just like Scott Atlas said about him and Deborah Burks that they came into the, into the COVID task force meetings galactically unprepared and actually mispronouncing medical terms. Scott Atlas from Stanford University brought in late to the COVID response task force headed up by Deborah Burks and Fauci under Donald Trump. This man has no idea what he's talking about as far as facts and data, as far as science is concerned. He knows the politics of it all. And here's the thing. If you have Edward Dowd, I'm about to play a video with him, with uh, Alex Jones, just a second here. He knows the data. The data coming out, he says these vaccines, of course, using those three words, are safe and effective. And all those numbers, he saved this many lives, saved this much money. Who gave him this number? Who gave him this information? I want a forensic audit. I want to know how it is that vaccine saved a trillion dollars. I want to know how it is that vaccine saved five million lives. I want to know. Because according to Edward Dowd, former BlackRock executive, using insurance company data, there's a 40% increase in all-cause mortality in excess deaths, 40% increase in deaths amongst 25 to 64-year-olds and a 32% increase in death among all other age, uh, uh, age categories. That's insurance data, not right-wing conspiracy websites as if those actually exist. What they don't. It's just a bunch of people telling the truth. Gateway Pundit, The Federalist, Dan Bongino, Alex Jones, tell a bunch of people telling the truth. Tucker Carlson, Steve Bannon, there's a bunch of people to tell the truth. Here's the statistical data. You decide what you want to do with it. You either want to deny it or you want to accept it. Statistical data is excess mortality amongst 25 to 64 year olds is up 40 freaking percent, 32 percent in all other age categories. And you have this idiot Fauci going, I don't know. I don't know what uh, DeSantis is up to. I don't know why he wants to sue anybody. These vaccines are safe and effective. They're not safe and effective. 40 percent increase. And again, I know you've heard this now. This is the fourth time. If you watch this podcast, it's the fourth time you've heard this. But I want to tell you again, a 10% increase in excess mortality happens once every 200 years. That's all. And when we, when we trace back human history, 
A 10% increase, i.e. a World War I, a World War II, a bubonic plague. Happens once every once every 200 years. A 10% increase once every 200 years. We are up 40%. We are up 32 to 40%, depending on which age category. Minimum of 32%. Maximum of 40%. In one year, because that's the 2021 data. Who knows what 2022 is going to look like? And Fauci's going, I don't know what why Ron DeSantis wants to sue about vaccine misinformation. Because Fauci, you said that if it would if if you take the vaccine, you're you'll you won't catch COVID. You won't transmit COVID. You won't you you it stops transmission and infection. That's what you said. Is that not misinformation? Is that not disinformation? And I'd like to know when he was advocating it, whether it was Maddow, whether it was Biden, Kamala Harris, Anthony Fauci, Francis Collins, Deborah Burks, who are all coming out and saying that it stops transmission and infection, how did they know it would? Based on what? Based on what study did they study? What study did they research that actually said to them that they actually got that data from that says this vaccine stops transmission and infection? What study was it? Where were they, where were they gleaning that information from? They never can name the study. They're all liars, bold-faced liars. And most people do exactly what these demonic, bold-faced liars tell them to do. They tell them to mask, they mask. And by the way, you're like, it's not, it's not just COVID because everyone's buying electric cars thinking they're going to save the earth too. Electric cars who actually put a greater carbon footprint than an internal combustion engine for the first 20 years of their life. It's all lies. L-I-E-S lies. Wittgenstein video. Here's Edward Down on Big Pharma. Play it for me. Pfizer was uh, found guilty of, um, of, I think, uh, sales tactics uh, uh, that went against uh, the law, and they had to pay like a $2.2 billion fine in the early 2000s. I forget the drug. But, you know, pharma is not your friend. Uh, their, Their job is to sell new patented drugs and not push forward over-the-counter drugs or you know repurpose drugs and that's that's what they do they're, they're there for the bottom line they're not there for your health they treat symptoms they don't treat um the co- the root cause they don't want to cure anything goldman sachs wrote a research paper research report about this several years ago saying that curing the disease is not a good business model because the, you know once you cure the patients the cash flows stop so it's about treating symptoms not root causes we know this and they're not your friend. And for some reason, through the propaganda p- campaigns uh, done uh, on us by pharma, the media companies, and the government was, it was involved, it looks like there was a military-grade psyop to get people to take these jabs. You've got to break the spell. And the spell is this. It's happening, it's true, and it's going on. And this is the, you know, what I'm offering in my book and uh, at our uh, Finance Technologies website, The Humanity Project, it's phinancetechnologies.com. Humanity Project. We have all the data. We have every country there. We're offering you the missing information, the information that your global governments aren't presenting to you. And if they were normal and they weren't corrupt, this would have ended probably in January, February of 2021, when Dr. McCullough and the other doctors saw the bear signals fire off. Uh, we, you know, the swine flu in in, the, in 76 stopped after 25 deaths. The, the swine flu vaccine fiasco, 25 deaths. Here we have reported in bears. I think north 15,000 now. This is a disaster. And the underreporting factor in bears is, you know, some people have calculated it as 40. So you do the math on that and it's a disaster and it's happening globally. So 
You probably heard this a hundred times on this podcast if you watch it regularly because I refer to the swine flu vaccine all the time, which was stopped after 25 deaths. That's after clinical trials. Inside of the clinical trials at Pfizer, there was 1,200 deaths inside of a year. You th- I mean, I want you, to, I want you to think about that. 1,200 deaths, 100 per month during their vaccine trial. People were dying. 25 deaths, they shut down the swine flu vaccine. And you looked at the information, you need to make sure you play back um, <coughs> that video that I just played from Edward Dowd and get the information about where he gets his information from and, and his own website. This guy's, this guy's a statistical genius, seriously, he is. And he's talking about information, quote, not provided by governments. It's just like I just showed you, it's not conspiracy theory. When you have the CDC on a chart, you saw the chart before, They edited the chart, 800% increase in myocarditis amongst those who are vaccinated three times, 800% increase in the odds of you getting myocarditis. And they just remove it. They just remove it off of there. The CDC right now refuses to release the hospitalization and death rates amongst the vaccinated. They refuse to release it. Do you ever refuse to release it? Why would you ever refuse to release it? Why, if you're Pfizer, do you want your vaccine developmental data kept confidential for 75 years. Why, if you're the FBI, do you want your Hunter Biden investigation kept confidential for 66 years? Why is it that you're not releasing 14,000 hours of video data? Why do you refuse to answer questions about, did you have FBI agents or informants inside of the Capitol building wearing Trump gear before the Capitol Police opened doors? Why would you just answer the question? Because you're a bold-faced, demonic liar. That's why. And you have an evil, God-hating, antichrist agenda. That's why you would lie. Because if you are a liar, you are following the, the, the one who is a murderer from the beginning and the father of all lying. That is Satan. If you're just lying and lying on, well, I'm just lying so I can bring our society to the greater good. Lies will never bring forth the greater good. And they're just lying. Anthony Fauci, I have no idea why DeSantis would be looking in this. I don't know, 40% increase in all-cause mortality, excess mortality, very excess all-cause mortality. These people aren't dying of COVID, by the way. Even though COVID, what they call COVID deaths, are up all around the world post-vaccination. Uh, you, hear me, you hear me give these stats all the time. I excuse the redundancy, but there are new people watching. When you have more people dying of the least virulent variant, Omicron, than the other two variants combined... There's obviously a problem. If this is if Omicron, which is a very mild cold, is killing more people than Alpha or Delta combined, then how are these vaccines effective at all? And Dr. Shaw is telling everybody right now, before the holiday season gets fully in swing, make sure that you get vaccinated for all those indoor meetings. For what reason? Doesn't stop transmission, doesn't stop infection, so why get vaccinated? And, and, and if you have, in the United States, where they're alleging 1.2 million people have died of COVID, where about 800 to 900,000 of them died post-vaccine rollout and 300,000 300, pre-vaccine rollout, and you've had more people die in Australia of COVID-19 in 2022 than 21 and 20 combined, explain to me the efficacy and the advantage of taking a vaccine. Tell me how they're safe and effective too. And everybody's all-cause excess mortality is through the roof. Not only are COVID deaths up, but all other causes of death are up 32 to 40%. That doesn't count COVID. More people have died of Omicron than Alpha or Delta combined. 
the least virulent variant is killing the most people because they have antibody-dependent enhancement syndrome. That's why. And here's what's going on in Florida. This man is an absolute hero. Yeah, I don't know. I think I pronounced his last name wrong. I always call it Ladapo, but I think they call him. I think it's Ladapo. But this is Dr. Ladapo talking about what DeSantis is doing with these devil-worshipping pharmaceutical companies. Play it for me. The involvement of the pharmaceutical industry, it's an excellent one because our media has clearly demonstrated that it is impossible to report accurately on something if you're also taking money from that same something. So what these people did was, what these researchers did was they looked, they performed autopsies on individuals who died suddenly, unexpectedly, without any, any known explanation, any known acute illness, within a few weeks of COVID-19 vaccination. And they published their results. And what they found was in, their, in the group of people they looked at, four out of 35 people who they looked at actually had myocarditis. And it was a type of myocarditis that was different from the typical types of myocarditis, which you can get from viruses, many different types of viruses. And specifically, it was a type of myocarditis that they attributed to mRNA COVID-19 vaccines. It is important to know that these people died at home suddenly. So all of the studies that you see about myocarditis, and Tracy raised this point, they are not included in these studies because these people did not show up at hospitals or emergency departments with chest pain or shortness of breath or or other symptoms that would lead to a diagnosis of myocarditis. These are people who are not counted in any of those estimates that the CDC likes to pretend are accurate. So we are initiating a program here in Florida where we will be studying the incidence in surveillance of myocarditis within a few weeks of COVID-19 vaccination for people who die. This is gonna be a surveillance study using working with some of our medical examiners in Florida. We're also gonna be working with the University of Florida. So there will be a component that has more of a research, a research form to it. But we will answer this question. It is a question that I'm sure keeps the CEOs of Pfizer and Moderna up late at night, hoping no one ever looks, but we're gonna look here in Florida. Great. That's right, jo- uh, Dr. Joseph Ladapo, their Ladapo, he's saying they're gonna look into it. They need it, they need- I want audits, don't you? I want audits, I wanna know what's happening. He said right here, out of the people that have died suddenly, these are not the people who have ever gone to the hospital and been diagnosed with vaccine-induced myocarditis. These are the ones who are not even shown in the false CDC data. They, you're 800 times more likely to get myocarditis after the third dose. Those people aren't even registered in that. Who knows what the stats really are? Who knows? Because they're all liars. CDC liars, FDA liars, NIH liars, federal government liars, the military are liars, the FBI is liars, the CIA is liars, the media are liars. They're all liars that are pushing a globalist narrative to leverage you into a one world commerce system with a singular access point controlled by a tyrant or a tyrannical government, whether they know their tools of that agenda or not. That's what they, they're all liars. Because it's the anti-Christ agenda that he causes all, both small and great, rich and poor, free and slave, to receive a mark 
on their right hand or on their forehead. And then no one may buy or sell except one who has the mark of the name of the beast or the number of his name. Revelation chapter 13, 16, and 17. Whether they know their tools of this or not, whether Fauci is just trying to get rich or not, he's a tool of the Antichrist spirit. Whether they know it or not. If, you're, if you are lying, and that's what these people are doing, why would you lie about a vaccine? Because you're trying to control people. You, you're, you, you're leveraging them into control. Yes, I always say leverage into a one world commerce system, but for simplicity of conversation, leverage you into controlling you so that they can profit, so they can glorify in themselves, so that they can gain power for themselves. It's been the evil motive of every dictator you've ever seen. Control people. Mao, Hitler, Mussolini, Stalin. Control people. You got to get them registered. You got to take their firearms away. You got to get them in electric cars so that you can control the power grid. And if you don't want them to be able to go to work anymore or go vote for Donald Trump or Ron DeSantis, shut their power off. They do it all the time. That's what we see all the time. They want China. They want China. I've got video after video of China. Probably won't get to it tonight. But that's what the Democratic Party wants. That's what Klaus Schwab wants. That's what the worldwide globalist leftists want, bourgeois elitists. That's what they want is China for you, not for them. But you keep hearing Fauci. Uh, well, I don't, you know, there's, I don't see why Ron DeSantis or why Latipo would be suing us or looking into Moderna and Pfizer. There's reasons why. Here's another reason why. News Nancy video. Kids will be extinct soon enough. Dr. Ryan Cole, play it for me. These are placentas coming from obstetric colleagues around the country. These placentas are the wrong size for the gestational age. These placentas are calcified. These placentas have spike protein in them. These placentas have antibodies in them. These placentas have induced excess inflammation in them. This particular one is from a nurse hospital, eight months pregnant, required to get the jab to keep her job very shortly thereafter, unfortunately, intrauterine fetal demise. I know you guys talked to a couple other colleagues that went over that kind of data. Mm-hmm. Intrauterine fetal demise, a spontaneous abortion, i.e. a miscarriage. 44% of the pregnant women who took the vaccination, according to Pfizer statistics, they miscarried. Now, if you actually look deep into the Pfizer study, it was 28 out of 32 women who were pregnant, spontaneously miscarried. And you know, it's a, when you have when you have uh, the you know the fetal sac, the placenta with scar tissue all over it. What does that do? It basically asphyxiates the kid. And they spontaneously abort. They can't get the nutrition. They can't get the oxygen because they're not living in a fetal sac that's big enough to accommodate them because it's calcified with S spike protein material that's been passed on from the vaccinated mother which just came out with Peter McCullough. The latest studies are showing that the vaccinated spread their vaccinated blood to people they have sex with and who breastfeed off of them and who they procreate. So that's why you're having all of these kids. Look up the word VADES. Look up the acronym VADES. V-A-I-D-S. VADES. You have kids being born with no immune system because one or more of their parents have no immune system because their genes have been altered and now they have a hyperimmune response called A-D-E. Antibody-dependent enhancement syndrome. Here's another pick from the Gateway Pundit. 
just laying this out for you. Third journalist confirmed dead while covering World Cup 2022. Let me ask a question. Have you you ever seen three journalists die at one sports event? A little odd. I mean, call me crazy. Call me me hyperbolic. But three journalists dead? You're like, Tom, you're a pastor. What does this have to do with you? I don't know. God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whosoever would believe in him would not perish but have everlasting life. I care about human lives. I don't like that we abort 42 million babies per year on the low end worldwide. And I don't like that three, I don't care what their ideological stance is, that three reporters are dead at the World Cup. The young guy to the left died of an aortic aneurysm. And he's a doctor, and his wife's a doctor, and she regularly pimps and whores the vaccines. Love, she's one of those idiots that loves to go in and have herself video taken the clot shot. Three people dead at one sports event? It's not even the athletes. It's the reporters. Third journalist confirmed dead while covering World Cup 2022 in Qatar. FIFA opened books of condolence for the three journalists. Very strange. I just, I mean, I, I here's the thing. If I was pushing a narrative, okay, I'll, I'll use my own mistake for you. Derek Chauvin, George Floyd. And I know that everyone in this room probably sick of hearing this, and you might be sick of hearing it, hearing it because I've, I've talked about it a couple times. But it just shows you this is an incident where I was wrong. I've been wrong many times in my life, but here's one that I pushed and I publicly was wrong about. I said three times publicly with thousands of people watching that Derek Chauvin, Minneapolis police officer, murdered George Floyd. I said that three times. Then what happened was the data came out that George Floyd was not asphyxiated to death. In other words, he was not strangled to death. So if he wasn't strangled to death, explain to me how Derek Chauvin killed him. Well, you know, someone had to pay. That's not the criminal justice system. Someone has to pay because it's a very, a a politically hot button issue is not the criminal justice system with the blind lady justice, right? Someone has to pay for George Floyd's death is not the criminal justice system. So if Derek Chauvin, because it came out, that George Floyd had a 95% oxygenation rate, which is what everybody watching has right now, at the moment of death, at the moment of death, George Floyd's lungs were oxygenated oxygenated at 95%. So Derek Chauvin killed him how? So once I found that out, you know what I did? I came out with the vaunted three words. I also predicted that Donald Trump would, would go, would, they'd overturn the election in 2020. I wasn't one of the idiots that was talking about that 10 months later. I wasn't one of the idiots talking about it three months later. That he was somehow going to, in the QAnon, this is going to be arrested today and all that bull crap. Medusa Aaron just said, trust the plan. One of those QAnon idiots. I wasn't doing any of that. But I honestly thought he'd win the lawsuits that were never heard because they lacked standing. All another another giant category of bold-faced freaking lies. But you know when I came out with both of those situations? I came out and said, I was wrong. I was wrong. And even if I was somebody vaccinated right now, and you're seeing this happen, if you're another journalist there, because we know all journalists are vaccinated on a statistical level, they're all vaccinated because they're all leftist globalists. 
They, I mean, wouldn't you be mildly concerned that three of your colleagues dropped dead at one sports event? Wouldn't you be mildly concerned that the sports events that you're covering are seeing a 30% increase, i.e. the same as the increase in excess mortality of athletes dropping on the field dead and with cardiac arrest primarily caused by myo- undetected myocarditis? Wouldn't you be like, you know, willing to come out and say, you know what, we need to look into this, even though I'm a leftist. No, they won't because they're pushing a narrative. They're pushing an agenda. And if they dare question the vaccine, it slows the agenda. The leftist agenda, whether they know their tools of it or not, to leverage everybody into a controlled one world commerce system with a singular access point, a green pass, a common pass, a vaccine passport, a QR code on your phone, a QR code on your forehead, and a QR code on your right hand. Breaking news right here, James Freeman video, breaking news, a prominent leader of the British Heart Foundation has conspired to cover up, remember the section of this show, bold-faced lies, I've had to turn bold-faced in front of it now because I'm not more fired up than I was at the beginning. British Heart Foundation has conspired. British Heart Foundation has conspired to cover up research linking mRNA jabs with heart inflammation, i.e. myo slash pericarditis. Play it for me. Madam Deputy Speaker, it's also been brought to my attention by a whistleblower from a very reliable source that one of these institutions is covering up clear data that reveals the mRNA vaccine increases inflammation of the heart arteries. They are covering this up in fear that they may lose funding from the pharmaceutical industry. The lead of that cardiology cardiology research department has a prominent leadership role uh, with the British Heart Foundation. And I'm very disappointed to say that that he has sent out non-disclosure agreements to his research team to ensure that this important data never sees the light of day. This, Madam Deputy Speaker, is, is an absolute disgrace. So- what important data? The heart inflammation data caused by the mRNA jabs. That data is being sequestered, deleted, kept confidential. Why? Why? I mean, why wouldn't, it, why wouldn't people want to know? Even if you were jabbed, wouldn't you want to know? Again, to say, to, to give these statistics again for the 50th time, because it's a 50 percentile, 50% of Big Ten athletes that were tested had undetected myocarditis. Wouldn't you want to know? But the Heart Foundation, British Heart Foundation, is conspiring to cover up the research linking COVID-19 mRNA vaccinations with heart inflammation. Why would they do that? Because they're liars pushing an agenda to ruin your life, to subject you, to bring you into submission. You will be told, relinquish your guns. This is what you can buy. They'll eat the ribeyes. You'll eat the you'll eat the bug eyes. You're like, it's just not that way, Tom. Really, really, it really isn't that way. How much hypocrisy have you seen over the last 32 months of 15 days to flatten the curve? Where they don't live out any of their di- dictates. Gretchen Whitmer vacationing in Florida, avoiding her own COVID dictates and mandates. Gavin Newsom flying all over the place, avoiding his own COVID dictates and mandates. Justin Trudeau gets sick with COVID, flies home on a plane he's not allowed to. That's against his own dictates and mandates. Being in a plane with COVID-19 comes home. He's supposed to he's supposed to go into quarantine for 14 days. Does he do it? Absolutely not. Because it's rules for, for thee and not for me. Because they're bourgeois, leftist, elitist that want to control your life. 
You're like, Tom, again, you're a pastor. Why do you talk about this stuff? Because it's the Antichrist. They're just a, they're just a manifestation of the Antichrist spirit, the demonic prince of the power of the air that rules the earth right now. It's not God in control of everything. It's God over everything. He's not in control of everything. The prince of the power of the air has been given rule over the earth for the time being until Jesus comes back and consumes them with the breath of his mouth and destroys them with the brightness of his coming. And we need to be, the Second Thessalonians chapter 2, restraining. So in order to restrain, you have to know that which to, to restrain. All the Christians took the vaccine, locked their churches down, strapped on masks, and put up alcohol gel stations and quarantined their healthy bodies and scared their kids half to death. That's what all the Christians did. You're like, all the Christians? Yeah, not the ones that are watching right now. I know I'm preaching to the choir. But most, 99.9% of Christians, again, I bring this up like I do just about every other podcast. I'm just curious. What What big names? Name them. What big names actually stood outside of Rodney Howard Brown? Who else stood? Got arrested for keeping his church open. We discovered Archer Pulaski through this. Discovered Greg Locke through this discovered tony spell through this but the only international figure that actually kept his church open was rodney howard brown he was crucified for it and none of them have come out and said they were wrong so are they really going to restrain the next thing as they pivot to 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 climate change to forcing you into electric cars so that you are on a grid controlled by the federal government oh come on tom that's right wing conspiracy theory it's not going to be controlled it will be controlled through environmental social governance esg scores you will do what you're told to do if you're a power company and if you don't shut down who we tell you to shut down we'll shut you down it's called environmental social control esgs bannon war room video replying to elon musk here it is i just i just i like to play these videos Little compilation videos because I want to remind you of the lies. Play it for me, Will. Stops with every vaccinated person. A vaccinated person gets exposed to the virus. The virus does not infect them. The virus cannot then use that person to go anywhere else. It cannot use a vaccinated person as a host to go get more people. That means the vaccines will get us to the end of this. Essentially, vaccines block you from getting and giving um, the virus. Fully vaccinated people are at a very, very low risk of getting COVID-19. Therefore, if you've been fully vaccinated, you no longer need to wear a mask. When people are vaccinated, they can feel safe that they are not going to get infected. We have all the vaccines we need. We just need our people to take it. A, for their own protection, for the protection of their family, but also to break the chain of transmission. You want to be a dead end to the virus. So when the virus gets to you, you stop it. You don't allow it to use you as the stepping stone to the next person. I think given the country as a whole, the fact that we have now about 50% of adults fully vaccinated and about 62% of adults having received at least one dose as a nation, I, I'm, I feel fairly certain you're not going to see the kind of surges we've seen in the past. If you're vaccinated, you're not going to be hospitalized. You're not going to be in an ICU unit and you're not going to die. You're OK. You're not going to you're not going to get COVID if you have these vaccinations. Yeah, I know I'm a little hung up on this, but when Fauci says, I don't know why Ron DeSantis is suing, why Ron DeSantis is doing a forensic audit 
of Moderna, of Pfizer, and how and the federal government and how they rolled out the vaccines. You just saw Fauci in that video bull-faced freaking lie numerous times. This bull, and that, and not only was he a liar, but the people that he propagated lies to are also lying. Whether it's Maddow, whether it's uh, Biden himself, and whoever else was on there, another doctor was on there. And you don't know, don't you love how they all lie with their arrogant condescension and false expertise? He says, I don't know why anybody was, because you're, you're, do you not think these videos are going to be played at your hearing, Fauci? Of you bold face lying when you're just saying, the, the, whether it's mad out, you're going to, you stop that, you'll no longer be a vector of the vaccination. They all say over and over again, you'll no longer be a vector of the virus, I mean. You don't think these, I mean, I just, sometimes it, it amazes me that these people don't think there's a video record. I mean, what, what, what century do they live in? It's a video record of everything. That's why I get up and when I blow it, like I said, with, with whether it was Derek Chauvin or whether it was overturning the election, I get out and say I was wrong. Now there's video, Aaron can produce the videos of me saying I was wrong. There isn't one of Fauci saying, he's never come out and said I was wrong. He never came up to a podium and said, you know what? This is a product that this, you know, we are doing gain of function, function research at the Chinese Academy of Sciences, i.e. the Wuhan Institute of Virology. Gates gave millions to it. I gave millions to it. We were juicing up Corona, specifically coronaviruses, and this is a COVID-19 slash coronavirus SARS outbreak. And we were funding gain-of-function research right there in Wuhan, right where it broke out at the World Military Games. You know, I just admit it, you know what, we were doing it. So then they get control of it because they know it was man-made. It could actually have more affective treatments. He didn't do any of it. He's never come out and said one time that he was wrong. He's wrong about masks, wrong about vaccines, wrong about vaccine efficacy, wrong about the about the virulence of the virus itself. He was wrong about everything. And he's on video being wrong. And he's wondering why, why uh, Joseph Latipo and, and Ron DeSantis are doing a forensic audit of the vaccine rollout, both on a private level and a governmental level. They need to. And he's right on tape. He's on tape pushing the lies. There's things, I love it. It's going to come out. It's going to come out at the hearings. Here's the Squirrel Mama video. Here's, here it is. Here, now, what's the date today? December 14th or 15th? To December 15th, 2022, in our 32nd month of 15 days to flatten the curve, and what's Fauci still saying right in front of his NIH sign? Play it for me, Will. Here we are going into the third year of it, and we are still mm-hmm. in the middle of a pandemic with the numbers that you just showed. There it is, still in the middle of a pandemic. Now, more people are dying of the common cold now, which, by the way, this is Omicron is a common cold. Understand that. And more people have died of the common cold slash Omicron than Delta or Alpha, right? That's a fact. Absolute fact. Post-vaccination. And remember what coronavirus are, what COVID-19, what SARS-CoV-2 is. It's a form of a common cold. It is not the flu. And and therefore, it makes the whole extinguishment of the flu uh, argument vacuous because they're two separate viruses. COVID-19 is not the flu. It is a common cold. It is a coronavirus that's been juiced up to be transmissible to human beings, i.e. gain-of-function research. But here he is, 32 months in, saying that we're in the middle of a pandemic, but it really wouldn't be a pandemic anymore because 9 out of 10 people nine out of ten people in the hospital for COVID-19 and dying of COVID-19 are the vaccinated. So the people that are dying of COVID-19 are the vaccinated because they have antibody-dependent enhancement syndrome, and everybody else who's dying, these excess mortality cases where they're finally finding... Uh, calamari in their veins. I'm just using that's that's what it looks like. 
a white sort of elastic material that's clogging their veins. It doesn't even qualify because it has an iron deficiency to be a blood clot and it can't be washed away. It's totally immune from water. Those that's not even those aren't even counted as COVID deaths. They're of course they because they're not COVID deaths, but they're caused by the solution to COVID nineteen, the vaccinations. Breaking nine eleven video. So what's the plan of the White House right now? Play it for me. First, and you're not going to be surprised to hear me say this: the most important thing Americans can do is to go get their updated COVID nineteen vaccine right away. So the most important thing you can do is get your updated COVID-19 vaccination, i.e. number five. Here's another one for you. Just go right into it, Will. Play it. Um, But so far nationally, in our analysis of the data, uh, death numbers are just beginning to rise. We obviously want to make sure that does not go any further. We know we can prevent nearly every death from COVID if people get their updated vaccines and people get treated. So um, we continue to, to press that message. So Dr. Jaw, the scholastic moron that he is, he actually says in the same sentence, as we're seeing deaths rise to go and get a vaccination and the people who are dying are the vaccinated. So you'd have to almost think, is there some sort of plan to lower the earth's population? Are they not, are you like Thomas or some sort of coordinated star chamber, echo chamber, where they all meet? No, they're just a bunch of demonic people. And yes, there is meetings. If they're part of the world economic forum, part of the Bill and Melinda Gates foundation wants to lower the earth's population using abortions and vaccines, i.e. his Ted talk. Those would be people that actually do consciously want to lower the Earth's population. Dr. Jaw, is he in on that? No, he's just an agenda-driven Democrat, globalist, bourgeois elitist that, you know, here's the rules for you to qualify as a good Democrat, as a compliant Democrat. If you want to, if you want to be promoted in the Washington swamp, then this is what you say. And what you say is get vaccinated. Forget about, forget about that they, that the CDC is keeping confidential, is now wiped, not even keeping confidential, has erased the data that shows you're 800 times more likely to get myocarditis after the third dose. You got idiot Dr. Jaw saying, get your fifth. So after five, I mean, after three, you're 800 times more likely to have myocarditis. And this galactic idiot is telling you to go get vaccinated a fifth time. A fifth time. As, and he says, as deaths are rising, how could deaths be rising with 250, uh, 200 million Americans vaccinated, how could deaths be rising? And why are the ones who are dying of COVID all those who are vaccinated? And why is the CDC not releasing the data about COVID-19, vaccinated, COVID-19 deaths and hospitalizations amongst the vaccinated? Dr. Jaw, they're all liars. They're all bold-faced liars. Ian Miller tweet just shows you the erroneousness of, of, their, of their, uh, their instructions to you. Cases in New Zealand, you'll go get the vaccination. The safest thing you do, go get the vaccination. Really? Gene Simmons, go get the vaccine. Safest thing you do. That's not what the data says. That's not what the three reporters say that dropped dead at the World Cup in Qatar. But not, that's, not, that's not what the 40% increase in excess mortality is saying. 32% to 40%, depending on the age group, of from insurance companies, not right-wing websites. So this shows you the absolute, this, this data right here from Ian Miller shows you the absolute stupidity of the advice given by Dr. Jaw, the head of the COVID task force of the White House. Cases in New Zealand continue to rise significantly under Jacinda Ardern, who's slowly turning into Gollum, with one of the world's highest vaccination rates, one of the world's highest vaccination rates, 
which makes it even more incredible that Dr. that Fauci and other experts continue to claim that getting more people vaccinated with lower infection cases in New Zealand, they're rising to the highest levers they've ever had. They have more COVID deaths post-vaccination than pre-vaccination. But yet all these idiots tell you to get vaccinated. That's because there's a nefarious, evil, bull-faced, from the pit of hell lying motive. Simple as that. Right, let's go to the next thing. PLC group of tweets. The leader, here's just a good case study. Is Dr. Jaw right? Go get vaccinated. That's the safest thing you can do. If you want to, don't want to get COVID, don't want to die of COVID, don't want to get hospitalized, hospitalized with COVID, go get vaccinated, right? Forget about all the other data. Let's just use this for just a moment. This county in Ohio. The least vaccinated county in the USA is Holmes County, Ohio. 18% vaccinated. Given how safe and effective the vaccines are, which is said sarcastically, you think that deaths in the county would be extraordinarily uh, would be would be ex, uh, extraordinary during the pandemic, right? Odd that then that odd then that deaths have been significantly lower than average. Go right, go right to the next one for me, Will. As the CDC as the CDC shows, COVID death rates don't vary much between urban and rural areas. Everyone always says that. They always use that as an excuse. Well, there's they have, a, they have a real low death rate there because they're not close to one another. Uh, six feet distance was made, pulled out of Scott Gottlieb's out of the comfort of his rectum. He just made it up. Six feet was made up by Scott Gottlieb and this COVID, COVID response task force. It had nothing to do with proximity. It's an airborne virus. See, who makes up six feet? So it's always a fallacy. It's always a lie. It's always a lie. That rural, of course, the numbers are lower in the rural areas because they're not as close. That's all lies. Death rates don't vary. And, and of course, in close proximity, people very close, it's more likely that an airborne virus would be transmitted. But the overall death rates are exactly the same. It doesn't change. Death rates don't, most people catch COVID in their own home, not in a train. As the CDC shows, COVID death rates don't vary much between urban and rural areas. For females, the highest rates, the highest death rates are actually in rural areas. Explain that. But not by a significant amount. So it's not the homes, homes, it's not that Holmes County is rural. Go right to the next one for me. So this large rural county in Ohio with average health metrics and average demographics chose to essentially ignore the pandemic. No social distancing, no masks, no vaccines, and nothing much happened. So it was all our hysteria and strife all of it ultimately pointless. And of course, from PLC, the answer is yes. And what does Dr. Shaw tell you to do? Go get vaccinated. And don't worry, you know they're about to tell you to get masked again because they're already sending it out, out into the Goebbels media, the CNNs, the MSNBCs, the CBSs, the ABCs, and the NBCs. They're sending it all out, getting you prime, prime in the pump, greasing the skids for everybody to accept masks again because what it is is a, sub, is a submission subjection exercise to see what you will take will they take this so they will make they'll let us force them into masks they'll let us force them into lockdowns they'll let us force us for force them into giving up their guns they'll let us they'll, they'll let us force them into giving up their kids that's what it's all about they'll let us force them into getting a mark on their right hand or on their forehead all right, American Greatness tweet. Several major cities, speaking of lies, across the United States have been abusing federal COVID-19 relief funds. I wonder if anybody could guess right now what those cities are. Need you guess? I, 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 pretty easy. There's only one in there that's not that wasn't included that I thought would be on. That's New York City. I'll give you that hint. So see if you can guess two out of the four that I'm going to give you. My wife just belted out Los Angeles. Nope. Yeah, you got Will with Chicago. 
I'll give you a hint, Nancy Pelosi's district. San Francisco, of course. But here it is. Several major cities across the United States have been abusing federal COVID-19 relief funds by instead using them for guaranteed income projects, i.e. globalist control. See, it flows very easily. CBDC, COVID. Vaccine mandates, vaccine passports, social credit system. Climate control, gun control. Very simple. They just, they just manipulate you. It's all the same exact agenda using different tactics. They've taken these COVID funds to put people on guaranteed incomes. That's what they want you on. They want everybody living in a 20 by 20 cubicle with your wife and your three kids with your electric car parked in the garage where they decide how much voltage you get per month. All the rest of it, you got to use, they would be in what's called their 15 minute cities in their green zones, purple zones, red zones, whatever. You're not allowed to cross zones after you've experienced expended a certain amount of mileage using a QR code to go through a gates at government control. And after you've, after you've swiped that card too many times, you're not allowed out of your 15 minute city. Don't believe me? Check into Canterbury, England, check into Oxford, England. They're already doing it now. All of China is CBDC and social credit system. All of it. The largest country, 1.2 billion people are controlled by central bank, digital currency and a social credit system absolute fact you swipe your card if they, and they can just turn your card i should have probably made uh, uh, hopefully i'll get to this saturday and and china they can just put your card whenever if if a government if you have a card that you swipe and actually in china that if it goes yellow it means that you somehow or another came into contact with a covid person and didn't properly quarantine they'll just oh, play that for me you come out See, that's the goal. Credit to my producer, Aaron, on that. So that's that's what they want. That's that's what they want. Now, the thing is, you're like, well, okay, it just shows that something... Well, who, it just showed that they came into contact with a COVID-infected person. Well, who decides that? It, it, now, if somebody's running that technology, then they can manipulate that technology, which we should have learned with Twitter. Somebody's at the helm. Somebody's at the spigot can change it. And that's what's happening here. So you have all these cities that are actually using their COVID money their COVID money for guaranteed monthly income. So they want to see if they can make it palatable. And of course, the idiots are lining up. The anti-sentient human beings who never learn a lesson in life. The, the ones who never actually come up with the idea of I was wrong. As I was screaming, I'm using Andrew Tate's example, screaming at people to be masked. And then you find out that every major mass study has proven that masks do absolutely nothing. Yet you never come out because you don't live at a certain level of, at at a necessary level of sentience to actually understand that you're a hypocritical liar and tyrant for screaming at people to do something that makes absolutely no sense, but you never come out and say you were wrong. So they find these people, these, these simpletons, the simple believe every word, but the prudent man looketh well to his going. Proverbs 14, 15. A wise man feareth and departeth from evil, but the fool rageth and is confident. Proverbs 14, 16. Those are these people. So it's this is this is these are the cities that were abusing it. Los Angeles, 1,000 a month. They're promising people how many applicants they have. 180,000 people subjected themselves to being put on a guaranteed monthly income. 180,000 people applied. Thousand bucks a month. San, San, St. Louis, the same thing. And by the way, these are mo- misappropriations, which by the way are very just very simply felony crimes. It's called fraud. Using COVID funds, saying that you were going to use it for COVID. If you didn't use it for COVID, ship it back to the federal government. 
but instead they're using it for guaranteed monthly income because the narrative and the agenda is actually the same, but just different tactics. Guaranteed monthly income is a tactic of control put out by the World Economic Forum and the Democratic Party here in the United States. And they're using COVID to fund it. Strange how they, all these tactics overlap for the same agenda, right? San Francisco is the other one. Providence, Rhode Island is another one. Cities are part, these four cities, are part of a coalition called Mayors for a Guaranteed Income. Liars. This, this is a section of the show, Liars. Here's some more lies, shifting off of COVID and vaccines. Andy, no tweet. Five arrested at Antifa Autonomous Zone. Why is there an autonomous zone in Atlanta? You're allowed to just be, you're allowed to be a criminal. I.e. I, the, the whatever it's called, I can't remember now, in Seattle. The, the, the what, the chop? Yeah, the Chaz chop. You're allowed to have an autonomous zone where you can just, uh, I guess, just uh, break the law at will. But so they have an autonomous zone for Antifa there. I don't know why that's ever allowed because it's run by Democrats. And again, it's one of the seven cities that corrupts every election that ever goes through by manifesting ballots in the middle of the night. But I digress. Atlanta hit with domestic terrorism charges. Five arrested. Five arrested at the Antifa autonomous zone charged with domestic terrorism. Police found a cache of explosives leading up to the raid. Militants tried to burn a man to death in a car. Their, their group is using Twitter to raise cash. All right, now, so that's what happened under at an, at an Antifa autonomous zone. Hard to say. Tongue twister. So what does, get the next video ready for me. What does Joe Biden have to say about Antifa? Play it for me. White supremacist. Antifa is an idea, not an organization. Oh, you got it. Not malicious. That's what his FBI, his FBI director said. Bullface lies in the lying section of the show. So you have five arrested at the Antifa Autonomous Zone in Atlanta. That's that's three, that's triple A. Antifa Autonomous Zone, Atlanta. Five arrested and Joe Biden bullface lies and says that it's an idea. But not only does he say Antifa is just an idea, he says white supremacy is the problem. So I want to know, where, when was the last time a white supremacist terrorist tried to burn somebody alive in a car? When was the last time a white supremacist terrorist was arrested for domestic terrorism charges? Lies. That's all they do is lie. That's all they do. Speaking of lies, here's the uh, Dirty Truth Josh video. Cash Patel explains the relationship between James Baker and Perkins Coie. Play it for me, Will. So we know Perkins Coie was one of the biggest corrupt actors uh, during the Russiagate scandal. And the top two figures there were Mark Elias and Michael Sussman, who would later get indicted by John Durham. These two individuals were the ones responsible for funneling in tens of millions of dollars from the campaign and I believe illegally using it to hire the likes of Fusion GPS and Christopher Steele to run not only a disinformation operation against Donald Trump, but also to try to take him out from becoming the president. Um, and then when he became president, tried to get him impeached by calling him a Russian agent on track one with the Steele dossier and on track two by calling him Putin's asset on the Alpha Bank server fabrication, which we now was a total fabrication. And it's no coincidence. I keep saying this, there aren't any coincidences in government. There's not a coincidence that Sussman and Perkins Coie went to James Baker at the FBI to start this fraud. It's no coincidence that Baker ends up at Twitter as, as the deputy general counsel. It's no coincidence that Michael Sussman, while he's at Perkins Coie, congratulates James Baker on his wonderful landing at Twitter. 
So now you have this outside counsel, this outside law firm, who, by the way, remember what we also learned thanks to our outside sleuths? Perkins Coie, for the first time in the history of the Federal Bureau of Investigation that I can ever recall, actually had FBI agents securely sitting in their own office space. That's right. FBI agents with guns and badges were sitting in Perkins Coie's law firm's office spaces on secure computers working in tandem with Perkins Coie. And Chris Ray still has to answer what on God's green earth what they're doing in a law firm that had helped perpetrate the FBI's largest criminal conspiracy in U.S. history. That question remains outstanding. That's Perkins Coie. So now we're to believe that James Baker, who has an intimate relationship with these guys, gets airdropped into Twitter and is censoring, yes, as we know, making the calls, the balls and strikes decision on Hunter Biden's laptop, just as one example, um, with Vijay Gatta and Roth. This guy isn't talking to his pals at Perkins Coie. He's not talking to his cronies at the FBI, who at that time, Strzok and Priestep and Page were still employed by the FBI. They didn't get terminated for a while. He's not talking to his friends. My problem with this is then Perkins Coie goes and becomes Twitter's outside counsel. What does that mean? Just try to envision a more corrupt, conflict-oriented process. The guy that orchestrated Russiagate at the FBI with James Comey is now one of the lead lawyers at Twitter. The guy from Perkins Coie, Michael Sussman, who orchestrated the Russiagate scandal from the outside and paid for it from the DNC and Hillary Clinton campaign, has found their way to get Twitter to hire them to represent Twitter in federal court pleadings where Twitter is a plaintiff or defendant. Either they're suing or being sued. And we did the digging. We knew that Perkins Coie was representing Twitter, get this, on search warrants that the FBI had sent to Twitter to James Baker when Tara Reid initially made her allegations of sexual misconduct against then-candidate Joe Biden. The next week, DOJ sends Twitter search warrants demanding Tara Reid's accounts, personal information, and the full scope. Perkins Coie is representing Twitter in court, and James Baker is the guy at Twitter calling the legal balls and strikes. Tell me that's not a conflict of interest. Tell me that these people are the ones that are going to provide us transparency. This is the Perkins Coie that we're talking about today. And thanks to our great, your great detective work um, at Epoch here, we have confirmed through legal pleadings that Perkins Coie is still stamped as outside counsel on numerous matters as recently as this month for Twitter. So, Elon, when are you going to get rid of Perkins Coie? Again, we're in the live section of the show, so let me go over this now. During the collusion hoax and the Alpha Bank hoax, which I don't have time to get into right now, hopefully you know what I'm talking about, Mark Elias and Michael Sussman, Michael Sussman working for Perkins Coie, Mark Elias working for Perkins Coie, both of which have the Michael Sussman runs the, runs the office where the FBI has an office inside of Perkins Coie. Mark Elias and, Mark, and Michael Sussman, who paid for the Alpha Bank, Michael Sussman paid for the Alpha Bank and Russian collusion hoax. Both of them, Elias and Sussman, worked at Perkins Coie. At that time, James Baker was the lead counsel for the FBI. Strzok, Page, Priestep, Comey, McCabe were all still there. The FBI charges, think about this now, the FBI charges the man, Michael Sussman, for lying to them. Remember, this was, this was in regards to the collusion hoax. 
They charged Sussman with lying to them. Now remember, Sussman is the one who runs the Perkins Coie office where the FBI is office. He actually manages the FBI office at Perkins Coie. And the FBI charges him with lying to them. And then lo and behold, he gets off. Strange, isn't it? How the people that are being, the people that are charging the person and the person being charged are all buds who work in the same office. Strange, isn't it? Because he got referred by John Durham. So they had to actually force the FBI to testify, do depositions, everything else. But lo and behold, of course, Sussman gets off with an Obama judge and a Hillary jury. At Twitter, James Baker was legal counsel, and he was the vetting. He was vetting documents, and up till just recently, uh, Elon Musk has fired Perkins Coie. Perkins Coie was their law firm. Just see, just so you see, it's all a giant goat rodeo. It's all a giant echo chamber. Go to the next one for me, Will. Real America's Voice tweet: The FBI used Signal to communicate requests of, for censorship on social media, but Kevin Brock says the method seems careless despite the platform's encryption. So they were sending using Signal to send messages to social media outlets to censor material. The FBI censor material about what? Tom Lipley saying that Fauci's a fraud, and then the FBI is involved in that. That ivermectin works, that hydroxychloroquine works. Yes, the FBI was involved in that. Was the FBI involved in? Um, censoring and banning people like Peter McAuliffe, like like Ryan Cole, like like Robert W. Malone, were they all were they part of that? Absolutely. And by the way, Elon is starting to hint that Fauci was an intimate part of the banning that was gone going on at one of the most major social media platforms on the earth. And we know that it was happening at Facebook too. But I'm talking about Twitter right now. I right, go to the next one for me, Will. Colin Wright tweet: Old Twitter pre Elon was more active. This is a fact more actively monitoring and suspending accounts for misgendering. Calling a man a man is misgendering. Calling a woman a woman. If you have a penis, you're a man. I don't care if you're in a in a pink gown. You're a man. You lop it off and you get the thing inverted, we'll talk. But until then, you're a dude. And by the way, you keep having all these sexual assaults pop up from men dressed as women in women's restrooms. Misgendering uh, so old Twitter is more actively monitoring and suspending accounts for misgendering than for posting child sexual abuse content. So you are more in violation of old Twitter's laws if you are misgendering than if you are putting out child porn. Woke morality is completely distorted, but again, it's all part of their narrative. They have to push gen- transgenderism because they, listen, it's about controlling you. It's about getting you to wear a mask. It's about getting you to call a man a woman and a woman a man. It's all about that. And then charging you with hate speech if you refuse to do it. It's about controlling and subjecting you. And just to show you how it's all put together, go to the next one for me, Will. Hans Monkey tweet. Fauci's daughter worked for Twitter. See? It's all, they're all in it together. You've got to have a Goebbels if you've got to have a Hitler. And old Twitter was Goebbels. John Podesta's niece worked for Twitter. Former FBI general counsel James Baker worked for Twitter. Former CIA and FBI operative Jeff Carlton was head of Twitter's strategic response team. Who is missing? Tucker put out a list of 10, 10 or more FBI agents that were working after their FBI careers immediately transferred right into Twitter. Go to the next one for me, Will. Natalie Witter's tweet. And look where Fauci's daughter works now. Uh, 
Fauci's daughter works for left-wing organizing, group-leading pro-COVID vaccine campaigns, suppressing misinformation. So I just want to ask you, all of, put that back up for me for just a second because I want people to, I want to put this in context. All of, I, I address this because judgment begins at the house of the Lord. 1 Peter 4, 17. For the time has come for judgment to begin at the house of the Lord. So if you have Fauci's daughter who's working now for a left-wing organization, Fauci is a notorious baby butcher, Hillary Clinton supporter. Why do you take his advice? It's all lies. Why do you listen to them? And here's the thing. It still, it still applies to you unless you've come out and said that you were wrong. I'm going to put this one out there. Go to the next one for me, Will. Uh, hire Harmony Dillon video. Here's RNC spending. Speaking of lies, play it for me. Well, we have some breaking news this morning about the spending of the RNC. As somebody who knits their own clothing, I think you probably have a good fiduciary obligation to uh, you and the people who do business with you. I wonder uh, if you could get your takeaway of the fiduciary obligations of the RNC to their donors and more importantly to the people who give them power, which is the average day-to-day Republican voter. Turns out that Ronna Romney McDaniel spent $3 million on private jets, $1.5 million on limos, $17 million on mementos. I don't know what that means. $17 million probably would have won a couple Senate races uh, in Nevada and Arizona. Over, almost a million bucks on flowers and almost a million bucks on booze. Um, would a... Uh, would a chairwoman Dylan um, be spending this kind of cash on such l- leftist luxury eccentricities? Well, Benny, so, so no, of course not. I, I don't think it's appropriate to spend other people's money that way. How you choose to spend your own money, of course, is an entirely different story. And so let me step back by saying that some of us at the RNC have known about some of these issues for for years. In fact, we had a contested treasurer's race two years ago at the RNC. My good friend Casey Crosby uh, has been running for that, and now she's running again. And so she brought up some of the issues of staff spending, open bar tabs at Bull Feathers and things like that. But that was minuscule compared to what I saw in the story yesterday. I mean, I had no idea about the $17 million in gifts to donors. We're trying to get gifts from donors and donors don't need tchotchkes. I'm a donor. I don't need stuff, you know, from I, I need to be seeing us win elections. So you wonder why we lose an election. Betty Johnson actually brought up, use that $17 million. You have to put that up. $17 million. They could actually, where that $17 million could have gone and got Blake Masters elected and could have gotten out of that money because we're being outspent basically two to one in every major senatorial election, in every gubernatorial election, in every house election around the country. But don't worry because the RNC is spending it on all this list of things, which we'll read in just a second. And remember who this is, Ronna Romney McDaniel. That's who she is. I believe she's Mitt Romney's niece. It's just like Gavin Newsom is Nancy Pelosi's nephew. This is bourgeois elitist. It doesn't matter whether they put a Republican in front of their name or not. It doesn't. It's just like it doesn't matter whether they put medical emergency in front of his in front of it or not. It doesn't validate the person. It doesn't validate their conservatism. It doesn't validate the need for a mask or a vaccine just because they put medical in front of it. It doesn't validate the need for an emer, emer, emergency medical act or whatever we're under. You know, Joe Biden continues to until April 23rd. We're still under the state of an emergency. It, 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 just because they put medical in front of something, a Republican is something in front of something, doesn't validate the something they put it in front of. It's just because they say RNC, Republican uh, National Committee. And by the way, the RNC chair needs to be Harmeet Dillon. 
It cannot be Rona Romney McDaniel again. She's losing. We lost in 18. We lost in 20. We lost in, in, in 2022. We keep losing. We should own the Senate right now. Us getting a couple seat majority in the House is a loss in 2022. We should have easily been able to capitalize on the biggest idiot that has ever occupied the Oval Office in the history of America. All right, last one. Here we go. Benny, look at this Benny tweet. Just so I want to put everybody a list so you know. Romney McDaniel, Rona, Rona Romney McDaniel spent the RNC donor cash on decadent leftist luxuries as Republican Party crashed and burned. $3.1 million on private jets as most Republicans vote for climate change. Vote for climate change mitigations. 1.3 million on limousines. 17 million. 17 million on donor mementos. And that means giving gifts to donors. I thought donors were supposed to donate. 17 million dollars. 750,000 on flowers. 880,000 on booze. And actually he said in the video, it was a million on booze. A million dollars on booze. I mean, come on. And this, this shows you the lies. And Rona McDaniel's out there campaigning for Herschel Walker. Really? Is she, why didn't she give the $17 million uh, that she spent on mementos to Herschel Walker and allow Marjorie Taylor Greene and Donald Trump and Ron DeSantis to actually campaign for Herschel Walker and actually win? And that way we'd still have a tied Senate right now instead of a Senate that's going to try and steamroll us into communism. Listen, love you all. Back here Saturday night, 55 Minutes of Fury. Got a bunch of videos to follow right now. Stick around and watch them for a couple minutes. Love you all. Don't miss Saturday night. Back here. Don't forget it's 1030. 55 Minutes of Fury, CTN, Christian Television Network, as well, as well as all the other platforms. Love you all. Thank you for being with me. I'll see you next time. God bless you. If you enjoyed watching the Tom Lively podcast, would you consider investing in the program? Go to TomLively.com and donate any amount to the podcast, and we will send you this exclusive TLP shirt. I stand unequivocally on the Word of God, on healing, the Bible, prosperity, the Bible, sin, the Bible, everything, protection, the Bible, church, the Bible.